Welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. It is December 13th, 2020, and we just want to welcome you in. And tonight we're going to talk about getting our house in order and preparing the way of the Lord. So get your house in order. Um, We're going to talk about some things we have to do to get prepared and get it in order and some things that the Lord gives us and tells us to do to be prepared and be ready. So we'll have four verses of scripture, uh, but we'll start with a prayer like always. So let us do that and then we'll get right into it. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this month and the end of this year, Lord, that has been a trying year, but a year, Lord, that you still have had success. You have still led us and you still have covered your promises, Lord. Lord, everything that you promise has come true, even through the hard times and the rough things that we've seen. We know that we have to stand for the will of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we just thank you for being who you are so we can be who we're supposed to be in you. Lord, we just ask that you bless somebody in this season to be saved, to have salvation, and to find out who Jesus Christ is. Lord, we just ask that you come into their heart and that they open their heart that they might find you. Lord, we just hope that this podcast touches someone in their heart, mind, and soul, that they'd share it with others, Lord. Lord, we know there are many hurting right now. We know there are many that are incarcerated. We know many are lonely and without family. But Lord, grant them the wisdom and the peace to know that Jesus will take care of them and that you are their Lord and you will do all things. Lord, we thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, tonight we're going to talk about getting our house in order and things to be ready and how to get ready and just some simple scriptures that show us what we need to be looking for. And the first one comes out of Matthew. The second one comes out of Luke. The third one comes out of 1 Corinthians. And the last one comes out of the book of Revelation. So the one in Matthew is Matthew chapter 24, verse 42. And it says, Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. So that's pertaining to some things that get us ready. The book of Luke, it will be chapter 12, verse 40. And it says, Be ye therefore ready also for the son of man cometh at an hour when ye think not again it's talking about preparation and being ready and we'll get into that then first corinthians chapter 16 verses 13 and 14 it says watch ye stand fast in the faith quit you like men be strong verse 14 let all your things be done in charity. And we know that that charity is love. So, again, he's telling us to watch and be ready. Then we go down to Revelation chapter 16, verse 15. And it says, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. 
So those are four scriptures that the Lord laid on my heart, and they have some of the same meaning, and they have some different meanings. So um, just thinking about those, we want to start with just asking and talking, but we'll just talk about um, what what to prepare for, how to prepare, and just get in that mindset and mode. So as we go through this 2020 Christmas Advent season, times are hard. Like I said before in our prayer, people are seeing each other less and less, and many are sick or they're down and out. They don't have anybody. Like I said, they're lonely. But God is still great at this very moment. Um, he's calling on his people to be prepared and to be watchful. Um, so if you believe in him, he's calling on you. With every strange thing that has went on in 2020, uh, we need to be more aware and do it now more than ever before because there have been times in the past where things have gone like this but this is a special time in history it's a special time that god has laid out and is tailor-made but god is speaking he's really talking to his people right now but we have to have an ear to hear him so the question i have is are we awake and listening and hearing or are we just going through the motions, walking around blind and unaware? God's trying to call us to attention. He's trying to get us to the point that we recognize him, we recognize what he has for us, and we recognize what's coming in the future. I feel that we're moving faster and faster towards things that he said and prophecies are being fulfilled and things are moving in a direction at warp speed. Um, faster than we've ever seen it in this time period. I feel that God's calling us to get our hearts aligned with Christ. Now, what I mean by that is to open our hearts first off, because he's knocking, like I said before, but to align with him is to get everything in order, line up with his word, line up with his will for our lives, and do what he says. So, yeah, Jesus, he came as a baby in a manger. We all know that story. It's all part of this Advent season, and it's part of what people perceive as him coming. Now, when he comes again, <laughs> he's going to come as a roaring lion, and as the king that he is, he'll no longer be a baby in swaddling clothes wrapped up in them and he'll never be in that manger again or that trough or whatever it was that they used at that particular time he'll come back as the king he'll come back full flesh full ready to go ready to take his people he'll be coming for his people he'll he's also letting us know to prepare the way of the lord get ready it's going to be a shouting good time, y'all. Get ready. Get yourself focused on Jesus. Stop focusing on the things that are going on in the world. Yes, we have to be attentive to him. We have to see what's going on. But hear him. Because he said when we hear him, we'll get blessed. So he's calling us to get our house in order. And usually when you get your house in order, you do things like 
you clean up, scrub things down, uh, make th- make sure everything's in its right place, organized, and you're looking to have it ready when your guest comes. He's going to be our guest, but really, we're his guest, if you understand what I mean. Jesus is on his way. So, get your house in order. Be prepared. He, he has something special for you if you listen to him, if you hear him, and you move when he says move. That's a commandment. Now, the scripture in Matthew chapter 24, verse 42, tells us to watch. That's key. He tells us to watch. When you watch, you're looking for something of significance. That significance is Jesus. So we're supposed to prepare ourselves and get our eyes focused and look for him. In the next sentence, it states that uh, we don't know the hour that our Lord, which is Jesus, will come. Because he says, no man knows, not even the angels in heaven know, only the Father. So we have to stay and be and stay and be ready. We have to look towards heavenly things. We have to get our eyes and our ears and our mouths focused on the things of Jesus Christ. Well, what we're doing is preparing for heavenly gain. So, when we have heavenly gain, we know we're with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So, be on the lookout. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of these things that are going on. It doesn't mean we have to indulge in what the world is doing, because in Romans 12 and 2, it tells us to not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Now, when we look at Luke chapter 12, verse 40, It's saying the same thing. Be ready. Jesus will come. He will come. Uh, And it's going to be when we're not thinking about it. It's going to be when we may be off doing something else. But we need to keep that mental focus, keep our mind and our heart stayed on Jesus. Um, For the times we're in, it makes the most sense because we don't know what's going on day to day. Everything's uncertain. But there is one thing certain. Jesus Christ is Lord and King, and He's our Savior. That stays certain. Now, if we don't stay alert, we become more susceptible to the enemy coming in and trying to take our focus off of Christ. And His job is to steal, kill, and destroy. He doesn't want us working for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He wants us to come with Him just to be off base because He already knows He lost. He already knows that He has no future. He has a future, but he has no future. Do you know what I mean? His future is in the lake of fire. So that's not for us. So if you're an unbeliever and you hear that, that's not for you either. Jesus wants you with him. God made you so that you can be with him. Jesus came to restore us to the Father. And we have to go to the Father by the Son. And that's the connection we need. Next, when we look at... um, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 and 14, it again states to watch. This is a common theme with all these scriptures that I pulled that the Lord just blessed me with to share with you and to share with myself even. Then it tells us to stand fast in the faith. So this means to face the adversity that comes. This means um, to look to our faith as our guide to take us through. 
So stand up. Be of good courage. The Lord has a way for us to do something, but we have to follow his way and not ours. It also tells us to quit like men. Now, when I looked that up and I was sitting there, I was like, quit, quit like men. That means stop. But no, biblically, it means something different. It means to act like a man. It means to act like you're supposed to. It means to stand up and be courageous. Stand up and be strong. Don't doubt. Just like Joshua did when he's in the first chapter in verses 8 and 9. He's, be strong and courageous. Be courageous. Be strong. Be ready. Gird up your loins so that you're ready to stand. So be on your guard and be strong about it. We have a lot of weak Christians they just let everybody run over them. They let people dictate to them. But we're strong. We have what they should have. We have what they should want. We should share it in love. But at the same time, don't back down. We serve a mighty, mighty God. King of all kings. Lord of all lords. So be on your guard and be strong. When we do that and stay ready to fend off evil and stand up, phew, we protect our territory, and that's what God wants us to do. Evil wants to keep us occupied so that we don't pay attention to Jesus and look for his coming. Because they're going to have to look for his coming too, but as he said, he's going to be a thief in the night. So, be occupied with Christ, not things of the devil. And he comes and tries to mess with our minds, me too. But at the same time, I know I'm strong enough now. I've went there before, like my pastor always says, you take notes, take mental notes, take physical notes, because you've been to that spot before. So when you look back at your notes, you can do better the next time. Nothing like studying for a test. And that's all the devil's coming to do is test us. But with Jesus Christ on our side, we could pass the test each and every time. He said, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So that was when Satan tested Jesus himself. So stand up to him. Tell him it is written. It is written. Lastly, we look at Revelation chapter 16, verse 15. And it tells us how Jesus will come, how he'll make his return, how he'll be here. He says, as a thief. Like I said before, he's going to come as a thief. This means when he shows up, it will be unexpected. When a thief comes to your house, they don't give you warning. They don't say, hey. Yo, Matt, we coming. Leave your lights on. Oh, you can turn them out if you need to. Just leave the side door unlocked. I'm coming through. No, the thief shows up and just comes to ransack everything. But when Jesus shows up, it's going to be unexpected, but he's going to come with power, glory, and grace. He's just warning us to stay alert and to be watchful. He says those that do that will be blessed. So if you stay watchful, and you stay alert and awake, you're going to be blessed. So stay awake, and Jesus will bless you for it. So do what he said. Hallelujah. Amen. The last part of this verse is pointing to our uh, spiritual clothing of ourselves. It talks about nakedness and being in shame. Well, if you trace it back in history through Genesis, who was naked and shamed? Oh, Adam and Eve, that's right, because they disobey God. Well, if we don't disobey, we won't have to worry about that. But he's not going to a physical part right there. I think he's talking more about a spiritual thing. So 
Well, we must be spiritually clothed in Christ so we're not caught with our work undone. So, when we do that, he's going to find us doing what we're supposed to do. And that's the main part of getting your house in order. Being ready, being prepared, have it set up. And that's where I went with the alignment. When you align yourself with Christ, you're ready. But our shame would come from being out of alignment. So when Adam and Eve, like I said before, were out of alignment, they were caught naked. And they tried to cover up. What did they use? Fig leaves. But the Lord already saw them. He already knew. But for us, we need to get in alignment. Jesus, again, is telling us to get our houses in order. When we do that, he'll do the rest. So, what do you need to do to get your house in order? Let's think about it. First, we have to recognize Jesus. First, we have to do that. And then... We have to seek him. It says, seek and ye shall find. In Matthew 6, 33, he tells us, seek ye the kingdom of God. He said, first, and all other things will be added unto you. So when we do that, he takes us in. We seek him, we find. Then we have to accept him. Once we accept him, we can confess him with our mouth. And then we're saved. We have salvation. Salvation is a free gift, and it came through God, giving us Jesus Christ. In John 3.16, he tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you truly believe that, you know that Jesus came to save you. So we have to think in that pattern, get in that thought process, and God will do the rest. Do you trust him? Do you believe in him? Do you know that he died for you? The blood of Jesus is powerful. The blood of Jesus saved us. Every drop went for each and every person. Some just have to get to the knowing that this is it. This is what he did it for. And accepting. So, there's much more you can do to get your house in order. But those are the major things. And if you study up on these verses and look at the rest of the Bible, God gives us a way to go about. His will is the best will to be in. And he'll never fail you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for those who will receive, Lord, salvation, being saved, and the love of Christ. Lord, we just hope that they truly open their hearts to you and to Jesus Lord, that they might gain a Savior. Lord, in this Advent season, this Christmas season, Lord, let all the commercialization be thrown to the side, Lord, that someone truly sees Jesus for who he is. Commercialization is fine. I'm not saying it's bad, but we can go too far with it. Lord, just give us the will to do your work in your will. And Lord, let us be loving to someone that doesn't have it in this season, this lonely, this searching, that's just in need. Lord, and we'll continue to give you all honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. We hope that you share it with someone else, and you share the love of Christ with others. If you're a believer, share, share, share. If you're an unbeliever, come in, find the Lord, and then share also.
We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Have a good day.